0: Welcome to speaking highly with john huck i am your host john huck uh, with me as always Indy faucet and if you like what we do and you've been watching the show if you get online like subscribe rate review it really helps uh i know it's, it seems like nothing but if you could do that smash it the really, like button really does yeah, help. everything yeah yeah. smash the like button. Use a hammer if you You're have. You're going
1: to get it, John. You're going to get it one of these days. Smash that like button and, it, and you'll have a straight face. I, I'm I never going to be
0: able to say smash the like button with a smash,
1: smash the like button.
0: I can't. I can't. I can never do that. I'm sorry. I, I want people to rate, review, subscribe, like it. I no, want that's that. But you I got, can't say you gotta smash have. the like button.
1: You gotta have a shticky producer like me to 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 bring in the hand the chop movements and to bring up the energy, you know. So uh, that's I think what that, a, that was dynamic. Yeah, that's bring what that was. Yeah, da,
0: gotcha. I'm so fucking energized right now.
1: Oh, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Dude, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I guess usually we have like a topic, and then somebody related to that topic who wants to talk about that topic. Our topic today, I guess, is going to be the comedy special six parts uh, from Danny Jollis. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. I've known Danny uh, for a while now, I guess, just doing stand-up here and there. But, Indy, it was you that said, hey, have you seen this kid special? You should check it out. And it's on YouTube. It's free for everybody, and which is such a mind-blowing concept in and of itself that in a world where so many people n- need to be paid for what they do, and, and rightly so, I mean, comedians... Yeah they get lowballed by clubs, by bookers, by shows. Like if you do comedy in LA and you're not a big name, you're working for drink tickets. You're working for very little money. Um, it's, you have a side job. You have a job. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. definitely other yeah. work. You know, if I wasn't in production, I don't know how I could have ever stayed in comedy. Um, but it's, comedy a, tough just, gig. it's yeah. a tough gig and yeah. it's not, it's not universally respected in the sense that, people just like, oh, do, do a set here. It's good exposure. Like, dude, <laughs> I am, what are you talking about? Like, if it was good exposure, you'd be able to pay because people would be there. Like, I, it's just, you could you run into a lot of that. So for someone uh, like Danny, who is a solid uh, comic, you, you've probably seen him on, uh, my crazy ex-girlfriend was a, a TV show. He was on for quite a while. He was on um, Corporate, it was on Comedy Central. It's a, that was a funny show. And he's on a movie called Blowing Up right now um, on Amazon Prime, which we didn't talk about, but I'm going to check it out. Uh, And he just, like I said, put out his special on YouTube not that long ago. I would say a couple months, maybe.
1: I think uh, this month. I think this month. Okay. So it just came out. uh, It's it's, great. uh, It's It's uh, incredible. Yeah. It
0: really, first of all, Danny's comedy is he's a likable guy he's likable his jokes work like they you, you you're with him on everything he's saying um which and he which, did
1: which also not to cut you off but no, I, no, I, uh it, it's refreshing to see a comic not go out with with the intention on like I think you guys talk about this uh in the interview uh don't go out with intent to uh to disrupt or with intent to uh, to uh, offend anyone even though you you will you you inevitably will but like i guess what it's like clean comedy is or not necessarily clean comedy but cleaner comedy is harder comedy question mark well i don't know Or at it, least harder to harder to to master i guess
0: i think well I, I i get i get kind of the clean comedy thing to me is is interesting because uh, you'll find places that it say Clean just means don't say cunt, and then you'll find places that are like clean means like if you were going to go on a to get your comedy on a clean station on um, Sirius XM, you can't even mention the bathroom. Really? So fart jokes are out. Wow. You know what I mean? So, so you you're talking
1: like so Jim Gaffigan is not considered clean in that regard then. <laughs>
0: not yeah, probably not. But right. I mean, but That's but close. Gaffigan Gaffigan gets played. You know what I mean? He he gets right, on right. all the yeah,
1: yeah. But this he stuff.
0: but he, he doesn't do like shit humor. He doesn't talk about taking dumps. He talks about eating hot pockets, and maybe they affect his system. Right. But right. he doesn't go. I was bent over taking a shit. You know, taking right. a dump, and I farted. And, you yeah. know, he. It's it's just this weird. It's, it's just a weird. Yeah. It, because to me, if you're over sixteen years old you've heard every word there is to hear nothing could possibly no word could possibly when words offend people, I fucking laugh. Like it makes me have
1: access to an encyclopedia online of people saying everything,
0: (laughs) especially now kids today, by the time they're 16, 17 years old, they are, you know, worlds ahead of where I was when I was 16, 17, (laughs) just in terms of knowledge, in terms of everything they consumed and absorbed in their brains. Yeah. But, um, but a guy like Danny putting out a special for free is uh, it's great. And he talks about it. He talks about it being sort of a postcard in a way, you know, you watch that, then you're going to want to buy tickets to see him live. And that is how it should work. Now, I believe Danny should have been paid heavily for that special because I think it's um, really good. I think it's it d- a lot better than some of the stuff I, I see on
1: Netflix. And- yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I also think that him not getting or, you know, this not getting sold will will payback in multiples because it's it's stuff like this and like you guys touched upon this with with uh mentioning mark norman and his youtube special like i just checked that has six million views yeah it's insane and mark was the the amount of volume yeah
0: and mark was the first one that i heard i mean i'm sure other comics have done it but mark was like i'm putting my special out it's gonna be on youtube and i was like wow i would have thought mark because at the time you know he's he's getting to be a bigger name right and i was like man i would have thought he would have someone would have bought one of his specials you know but I think that's just a
1: well I think that's it's a just a nod
0: uh, to that the industry doesn't necessarily know what they're doing
1: right well like the 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 you know the half hour uh, comedy Central special of old is it, you know what I mean it just doesn't stuff doesn't happen like that anymore right where it's like the the barrier to entry is so low you need uh, 20 grand to make a really 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 good special. You know, like it's it's really not out that uh, nowadays not that far out of reach.
0: Yeah. You know? yeah,
1: yeah. And and
0: and with gear, the way everything is, right? Yeah. You can, you know, people. If you if you live in Hollywood, you have a friend with a camera. You know what I mean? Like, and I, and I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. go film a special even if you're not ready. Like Danny has been working at right. comedy for ten years, grinding it out every day, writing. And working yeah. and writing you can and working, tell. you can tell, and yeah. and and you can tell his special is, and to hear him talk about it, you're going to hear him talk about the chaos and all this shit that went on behind the scenes. But when you watch it, they shot that thing; it literally looks like he walked into a place. Was like, I think I want to do comedy here. Rolled out a carpet, put some chairs up. They show him plugging in the microphone, and you're like. Did Danny set up his own room? And of course, I mean, it's all movie magic type shit, but, right. but it was just, it's just really, it looks like it was, it looks so easy breezy, you know, it just looks yeah. like, ah, oh, do some comedy here. And then he goes up and he makes it his, his stand-up is like an effortless, you know, it doesn't look like he's stressing or freaking out or anything. Right. And to yeah. hear that some of these crowds didn't get it. Some of them didn't like it. Some of them were really drunk. And like, it's yeah. just, it's one, it's a good, it's a nice, it's a nice it's nice insight into just what it's like to be a comic and and the amount of stress you go through doing something like this and, and i
1: would assume you're hyper aware of everything going on
0: everything
1: more so than any one uh, audience member would be yeah if
0: you, you're on yeah. stage you can hear somebody whisper Yeah. It, it, it fucking, it gets in your head. No one else can hear it. So when you Mm. go, Hey, shut the fuck up. You look like a crazy person who's yelling at the audience for no reason. It has to be, I always have to, if I'm going to comment on somebody else's commenting, it has to disrupt other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's only disrupting me, I will ignore it or tell them to be quiet or whatever. But like, if I can see that other people are like, shut up, you know? Right. Yeah, and I'll fuck and be like, "Hey, well, outside and yeah. make fun of you."
1: There's always going to be, you know, just like you know, it is a job. There are going to be moments like that where you're going <laughs> to have to focus and you're going to have work. to get through your joke and work. Right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. And I'll be and, fun and farts. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, hey you, know, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to take that possibility out of here. No. <laughs> but I mean, it's, um, it's, it,
0: it is. It's part of the work. It's de- dealing with different people, different personalities. Yeah. And, and the travel, that's the other thats the other thing that can be, that feels like you're being ground to a nub in comedy is the travel. But yeah. Danny does a really great job. This is a really funny special, six parts, it's on YouTube. I highly recommend it. I'm so glad that Indy pointed it out to me and I was really glad that Danny was available to be on the show. Super nice guy. And it's just a conversation about this special and him putting it together and how it went down and the people that helped him. So, Enjoy Danny Jollis, everybody. Six parts on YouTube now.
2: Oh, man, you should. uh, I'm going to put out the clip, but I've been doing this like bit on Zoom. So at the start of the pandemic, I started this bit on Zoom where I would uh, change my background to a video of the exact same background. And then I had myself come in and I fought myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: That's That's awesome. That is awesome. So
2: now I'm doing a bit where I like accidentally punch the camera, I turn it onto a video where I come down so it looks like it's me, and then I start jumping all over the screen and I start (laughs) like like it's a tech issue. (laughs) We've had a blast, you know. (laughs) Man,
0: man, maybe people will look back at 2020, 2021 and think those are the best days of my life.
2: (laughs) You know. I'm hoping, you know, I'm excited to post it because I'm like, because I started, I posted the like fighting myself clip at the start of the pandemic. I'm excited to be like, hey, this is it. <laughs> then yeah. I'm never doing a Zoom show. I will, be, I mean, we're going to be doing Zoom shows until the end of the year for corporations. Anything, anything corporate's going to be Zoom, but I think, you know, live shows are back. For and
0: you're, yeah, I mean, you, like I've done some of the Zoom stuff. It, it just, how do you feel about it?
2: I grew to love it.
0: Really? I, you I, just, you I, worked-
2: I figured it out. I like had my set. I like had my setup. I take this camera, I move it up high. This mic and these things, and like, like, look, it sucks in comparison to real life. Right. That's like, what
0: that's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Oh yeah. Like, oh, oh feel it's about, way worse. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: It's way worse, but uh, it. I found it livable, which I felt like a lot of people did not.
0: Sure. I uh,
2: yeah. Like, I felt like a lot of people were like, I'd sooner die than do this again. And I I definitely was like, oh, I knew people that never did it. And I was like, oh, I'm, I not just did it, but I like hosted for Nowhere Comedy Club. I like, I would do regular sets for like Sammy Obey to KO and like all these things. Like I was doing every, I just have an addiction to stand up comedy.
0: Well, I I feel like... I was, I was ready. You know, I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do the zoom thing. This is just figure it out. You have to do it because this is what we're moving forward. Like there is no end to this yet. You know, we still had a moron mm-hmm. on the white house. who was like, it's 15 cases. So it was just like in my head, I was like, this is never going to fucking end. And I did one, I did one and I did it. I was standing up. I was the only one standing up, meaning mm-hmm. like, I didn't know. So I had my computer up high. I was like standing up. Yeah. I just, it was uncomfortable. And then I did one, you know, and some of them were just comics, like other comics just looking at you. Oh, yeah. And and you're like, dude, how what I and then I towards like this last month or two, I've done probably three or four. And with the with the intention of just like, say these new jokes out loud. Do not fucking care about getting a laugh or a reaction. Say them out loud, record them so you can hear them. And Mm -hmm. then go from there because, and then if I get, you know, if you get chuckles doing a zoom show, that's a fucking standing ovation. As far as I'm concerned, he's like, take a bow and walk out because people are at home and they're scared to laugh. They don't know some of their mics turned off. Like, you know, people are doing other shit. It's like, I
2: know I I got lucky where, because I hosted for nowhere, I had like, I have like a speech that I gave at the start of every show that I kind of perfected, which was like, listen to me, you're gonna turn on your mics. Now you're thinking to yourself, not me. No, you, you're gonna turn on your mic. Now here's the thing, you're gonna forget at some point. Every show, there's somebody who's like, he's like, hey, do we have pancakes? Halfway through the show, and we have that moment. (laughs) And I had this whole like bit, but particularly for the corporate shows I've had to do, because sometimes you do these corporate shows and they don't tell people to unmute. They don't tell people to turn on the cameras. And I would like, I would see comics just like take the bomb and I would come on and be like, no, 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 no. We are doing this. You're gonna. And I would like do the whole thing and it made it livable. I yeah. mean, I've, I've, I've done it. <laughs> I'll yeah. keep doing it. Ugh, yeah. I'll do them until the end of the year, but I'm very excited. I'm doing live shows this weekend. It feels so good. Oh, that's
0: great. Where are you, where are you going up?
2: I'm going to SF uh, to ah. do some don't tells. And then, uh, but i've been doing like uh i did like low key outside and like some of these great there's some incredible la shows and then like haha ha comedy clubs now open. Wow. Um they have an outdoor space. This there's like a couple of there's like uh the nightcap is an outdoor space. A couple of places have opened outdoor spaces, which is Are
0: you did you get your shots?
2: <clears throat> yeah. I just so got my I just got my second one on uh Thursday. So I'm pretty good. I'm I'm feeling Oh, that's like, awesome, cocky. dude. Yeah. I'm feeling cocky right now.
0: Yeah, I got my I got one and then I was like, "Ah, I feel okay, all right. Yeah. I'm still fucking masking up and everything. I'm just fucking
2: Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm still following the rules. I also did shows last year in New York City, outdoors during the pandemic, and wore a mask, never did anything but an outside show, kept my distance, brought my own microphone. I never even got contact traced. It's like if you just follow the freaking rules that they give you it's doable like it's just everybody i know who got it and you you know i know 500 comics that got it last year uh every one of them i was like how'd you get it they're like well you know i was inside and i had no mask on and i and was didn't like, say yeah. no more
0: <laughs> yeah it's like well i say you didn't follow the
2: rules so you did the thing you're not supposed to do and you got yeah. it that's what happens
0: Dude, i mean that's a that's I keep, that's what I tell myself too. It's like, just, they say, wear two masks. It's helpful. It'll help. Yep. Okay. I'll wear two. Protection. That's fine. I'll do the thing that they tell me to do because I'm not a fucking doctor or a scientist. I have to listen to the doctors right. and the scientists.
2: And here's the thing is we can't just stay in our houses for the rest of our life. So my thing is, what can I do so that I'm leaving the house? Cause I have to do stuff that is also safe and not going to hurt someone else. Yeah. And that's what, that's where I land.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do, I wish we could all live in, at home forever, kind of at this point. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just, I do, I do, I, I'm gonna, I need that live show. I need, I need to get yeah. back out there. I, I also, am like very nervous for the first time I go on stage again, because it's not like I forgot how to do comedy, but I just feel like it's just going to be different, you know, cause it's going to have to be all new stuff. I can't. I can't go. I, I can't go back to doing <laughs> jokes that I was doing before. It would just be like, I don't know. It would just seem very um, unaware of yeah. you know to do that. I
2: mean, I mean, I recorded a special right before the pandemic, being like, oh, now I'll start working on my new material. So that blah, blah blah. And then mid-pandemic, I was like, wait a second. When this thing comes out, I'm supposed to come out of here. I can't be doing those jokes. I have zero minutes and i have to you know usually you get you get a little buffer time when you're between the special getting made and the special being released to like work up like
0: yeah and you can uh, slowly start replacing you know what i mean like that's how i'll get an hour and slowly like okay here's my new closer and then that closer Mm -hmm. goes away and the new one comes in here's my this comes in and it's like Mm -hmm. slowly it becomes it's it's a new act you know yep so i am uh i am actively like i'm up to like 20 that's good 20? i got like 10 to yeah. 15 that i'm like this i like and then i might have to go back for a little while like in headlining shows i might have to tell a story or two that i used to tell back in the day just to kind of fill time you. and and i know they're and i know they get good reactions and people like them so whatever i, I, I did a
2: I did a um i, I hosted a ha, ha last weekend because i are we recording yet?
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah, a, we've been, yeah. We've been, yeah. we've been, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we've
2: I don't really usually done. host. Sorry. All of a sudden I was like, I was like, man, eh, maybe, but, but I, but the only thing I was going to say is like, I don't really host anymore, but I like, I wanted to host. Cause I was like, I was like, let's, you know, what, I'm,
0: whatever I'm, you I'm, can do, man. I'll host. I'll feed. I don't give a shit.
2: Oh, for sure. And I'm also very much like, look, these clubs have been struggling too. It's worth remembering. Like, you that, know, we, part of this, I think is like. Not that I ever had an adversarial relationship with the comedy clubs, but it's like more than ever, it's like, hey, we need each other. We all need each other right now. And so I was like, dude, I'll host. But I was hosting at HaHa, ha, which is a tough space for me in, in general. That's like not my, you know, that's not my ideal room. But yeah. I, that's why I love doing it. But I was hosting and I reverted back. I did a couple jokes in the special out of panic. And I was like,
0: yeah, but I'm so mad at myself. But did, But no one else knew that. No, you're, you're the only, yeah, no one else. And even if they did, even if they're like, oh, ooh, this is from really the special, they wouldn't yeah. be pissed. It's like, I, I can't think of a joke that was in that special that I'd be like, ooh, never tell that again. You know what I mean? It's like,
2: yeah, no, for sure. It's just, so, it's me. No, it's all me. It's just yeah.
0: me inside hating. That's it. how we are. No, I, I, same way. I'm like, oh, people are going to, no one follows me. No one knows no, what I see no on stage oh, from club sure. to club. No one gives a shit. And I'm like, no it has to shit. be new. I need a new, everyone's like, I know. whatever.
2: It's also so funny. Uh, when my fiance and I started dating for people who don't know comedy, they're like, like she had never like seen one person stand up that much. And she was just like, it is funny. People don't realize just how scripted it is, how regularly we're doing. Cause it's all about repetition. People think it's all about new. It's like, no, no, it's actually all about the
0: same. It's about jokes the same over, jokes, over. but selling them each time as mm-hmm. if they're the brand new thing that you either wrote on the way there or just came up with.
2: And the slightest of tweaks, which nobody will ever notice, but you're like, trust me, big difference at what just happened. That is
0: better. This is better this way. Yeah, no, you're right. And
2: she's like, I tell her afterwards, I'm like, huge change. She's like, literally, what (laughs) (laughs) changed? I added cat. I changed the dog to a cat. You didn't notice the very
0: important. Very important but that's how we are. We'll do that. Like, it's like a word, like, oh, I gotta, I gotta fucking get that word in there. And then mm-hmm. was like, I don't notice the word. What are you talking about? I don't hear what you're talking about. So it's, it's, um, oh, well, how long have you been engaged? Oh. Two okay. months. Okay. <laughs> so <if> it's fresh.
2: <laughs> it's new. Fresh, very fresh, very fresh, very new engagement.
0: Um, was she, were you in, obviously you were engaged or you were seeing each other while you were making that special. Yes. Okay. So this is okay. And you, and you shot the special in 2019. End of 2019. End of 2019 thinking 2020, man, this is going to be great.
2: What could go wrong? He said,
0: Um, Uh (laughs) at this point I will, we do a little intro. I will have set the show up like what your special is six parts and I'll break it down a little bit, but, um, was there a plan when you, because I've seen things go different ways for comics. I've seen comics spend money, spend money to make a special with the intention of selling it to somewhere like Netflix. And then of course, Netflix doesn't buy it. And then they have a great looking special that they spend all this money on and they don't know what to do with it. Now, was that, what was your, when you went into making this special, actually, how about this? What was your thought process when you went through making this when you were when you were gearing up to do it when you were writing because here's sorry here's another thing i love how it's in 10 minute increments uh i feel that as an la comedian that is what we get Mm -hmm. we work out our sets in 10 minute chunks and they end up being like how you label them like you know, uh, different, different people. And then the whole 10 minutes is about different people. You know, yes. it's like, cause in an hour, as you're working these 10 minutes in, you're going to tie them all together and it, it'll be fine. Right. But you really do need like an opener and, and a good chunk of middle and a closing bit for that 10 minutes. And that's an opener and a closer every 10 minutes. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? So
2: it's, it's, so my, If I had a thesis statement for my career of specials, and, you know, hopefully I hold to this, it's that I, I really believe like you write, you write jokes. And at a certain point, when you think about the special, you go, how do I make a special that isn't just a recording of these jokes, but that actually serves and elevates your jokes. Um, And when I thought about my first special, I was like, you know, yes, I do an hour on the road. Yes, I tour. But at the end of the day, at this point in my career, it's 10 minute chunks. That's what I do well. So rather than the standard picking a theater, getting all my friends in there, doing that, let's actually try to represent where we're at in our career and do the jokes that we think like, like this is actually what these jokes were made for, which is 10 minute chunks in weird situations with crowds that don't know who I am. And you get to, and I like, one of my favorite things about this, the, the special, and we didn't really think about it at the time, but it like reflected in special ones. Like why I love it is that, you see me actively have to battle a crowd in every venue. There's at least one moment where I'm like, they're not on board. And that's true to who I, to where I am right now. And I love that. I thought it was like, so yes. So there was a very much a plan. Like it was not an accident. It was very actively. Like I wanted to do six, 10 minute chunks. Don't tell comedy came along and like, I'd been doing their shows for forever. Those that don't know, don't tell comedy is an amazing company that basically does shows anywhere, but at a comedy club and when i told them about the idea they were like we'd love to do this you know we put together a shoestring budget and oh, yeah. i mean and <clears> by <throat> the way i cannot say this to every comic who has seen the special i am like for the record never do a special the way we did it this is the really? worst dumbest way to do a special
0: why would you why <laughs> why do you say that
2: <laughs> cuz we shouldn't have, it shouldn't have worked and it barely and it was every single location we had about two hours to set up a special esque set, uh, get a crowd in there. On top of that, we're dealing with like again, crowds that don't know me, crowds that are drunk. Like every crowd was a different problem. Every venue's a different problem. And I'm then
0: sorry. what, yeah. what You you two hours to set up and get the audience. So you didn't like have
2: no it was just it was a working it was an open surf shop until two hours before we got in there it's an open barber shop until about two hours before we go in there it was chaos and then ironically the most difficult one was the The comedy comedy club i knew you're
0: gonna say
2: that horrible that one was a nightmare
0: because of the because of the crowd
2: no the crowd was great kind of well The issue was we basically built this system where what we would do is we would turn off every light in every venue. We put one light directly above me, straight down, a couple lights to the side. But that was basically this one light that was huge would just light me so we could make it look consistently lit. And then we would put chairs in the open space because they're empty. They're they're businesses. We just put chairs out. That was our strategy. We get to this comedy club and they're like, oh, we have all these lights. And we were like, it doesn't match at all. So we had to string a light on top of their lights, turn off most of their lights. On top of that, they actually had chairs and tables set up. So now we're smashing their tables and chairs out of the way for tickets they had sold. It was chaos.
0: Oh, man.
2: That comedy club was brutal. So every room, the art gallery one, nobody came to. We had like a crowd that didn't really show up for that show. Really? So you can actually you can actually see my fiance in the crowd because we had to fill it. And we were like, But it was like, the cool thing was we just were so, it was like me, Gordy, uh, Brad, like Kyle, like we're all just like, hey, let's give it, we we just were giving it our all. It was a bunch of young people trying to like figure this thing out. So we literally, I mean, I remember for that one, we like all turned to each other. We're like, okay, it's called five parts. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look, we've got five things we can fall back on. This one will not make the cut.
2: It's just not gonna make it, but hey, we got a couple in the can, we got a couple more to go. Like it's okay. Like 20 people are here. We'll throw in like any extra PAs and my fiance. Everybody, like, yeah. Everybody. And then it was like the dopest 20 people. And they were such a fire crowd. And we were like, I remember getting on stage being like, is that going to work? And we were like, I think that's going to work. But it was wild. Every place had a new issue. Every that's, single place I could tell you the problem.
0: The, that's so funny too, because you, you guys really, I mean, first of all, you seem like a calm uh, person. <laughs> in that, uh-huh. in that if, if things are going around you you're not gonna fucking start crying you're gonna be like okay let's try to figure out what's going on the way they they shot it it looks like you're setting it up you know what i mean like you're yeah, putting yeah. the chair out you're fucking i the microphone up you know which mm-hmm. i loved i loved because in my head i was like oh the fuck he did that you know yeah, but now that you're telling me this it's like yeah you kind of did you were there you had to help and like that you know you do a show and when an audience doesn't show up you're usually like fuck it i'm going to go out there fuck around see what i can do see what i can get you had to you couldn't really stray from your material
2: i couldn't the the one advantage we did have so the one i now say i say all these negatives here's the huge advantage i had i just had to get 10 minutes so that was also a part of it was basically we knew the 10 minute chunks i yeah. would do, i had 30 minutes per show so i'd do three chunks per show
0: ah
2: um, and we would start checking off like literally what we had and there would be times where I'd be halfway through a chunk. I'd be like, no, nah, just ain't, ain't happening. This ain't that, this ain't that chunk. And I would just cut it and I would do some crowd work, get the crowd reengaged. And then I would look down. Cause I'd always start by looking down and then I'd start the new chunk and we try a new one. And there was a couple where it was like the third or in the case of the recording studio, final chunk I did after like three failed ones, got them and we got a chunk but that was a huge advantage i had i just had to get 10 per venue
0: so okay the six venues you didn't you weren't like this 10 minutes has to go with this venue this 10 minutes because it did it did it did work out i mean it does oh, look it looked out amazing it, lo- it <laughs> looks, looks amazing. like it was planned like it was oh, like yeah you know what i mean it really does because i was like god damn they really did a a solid job in this, whatever, like the, you know, your war room of like blueprints and like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Like, I felt like, I felt yep. like, Oh yeah, that I was mean, really was, taken care of. And you're like, no, it was chaos. The last, it was completely
2: second. chaos. Like like comedy is. So I think I felt in the, but it was cool. I mean, it was also cool because it was like, first one was the gym gym finished. We were like technology. Like we know they want the tech one, like checked it off. Then it was like art gallery. We were like, We were like race. We know for sure. Checked it off. Then we had like recording studio was like, there was only one that was usable. So we knew we had that one. The scary part was by the last two, we were like, these,
0: we have to figure out these last two, we got to get
2: these two. And then the the barbershop was the last one we filmed. And I, it was clearly sex. It was like very clearly the one we needed. And man, we were stressed. That was probably the, like the best moment of the entire thing was when I finished that one and it got a big pop. And I like literally looked down and i remember being like, it's over. That's the special. Like we we just did it. It's over. We have it. We're going to have six parts. It's going to work. And I had 20 minutes to like have the time of my life on that stage because I was like, it's done.
0: Yeah. So now let's done. just go crazy.
2: Oh, there's a 20 minutes of just me that crowd was like, why is it, what is he doing? They also didn't realize it was like my special or anything like that. Like they didn't really, the crowd did not really realize what was happening.
0: Do you, is like that we, because- We told them
2: they were being filmed, but that was it.
0: Okay, so just, they see cameras, we're filming the yeah, set.
2: Yeah, hey, we're filming stuff. Like, you know, I think we might've mentioned like, it's for, you know, this is the guy we came for. But like, that was it. Like they did not know who I was or even knew that like, they just signed up for a normal don't tell show.
0: That's great, man. That's great. So wow. that's how you got, you got people through don't tell. Meaning like they, they partnered with you and they kind of helped. Don't tell, in.
2: don't tell us the production company on this. They made this thing happen. They were incredible. Uh, I cannot recommend that company enough to all comics to do their shows. And then like, I think they're going to go move. Uh, you know, the idea was this special would kind of launch them into that world. And I, I really think uh, I've talked to a couple of comics who I know are like, I want to do stuff with them because they're so good at being creative. And they're so, they they are so good with different venues. So particularly if you want a different looking special, like they're just, Going to be i think they're gonna dominate that world in like a couple of years
0: that's fantastic to hear dude because it's it's kind of it, the industry is ripe for a company like that who's not just and this is and again this isn't obviously i'm not shitting on the bigger comics but like you know i could watch a bill burr theater show i could watch sebastian at the hollywood bowl i'm gonna mm-hmm. piss my pants laughing i'm gonna laugh but they're incredible but the, but this i don't know i related more to this situation you had going on. Now, I don't know if that's because I also do comedy, but I just, it felt more... <sighs> relatable like i it just felt like I, I i understood what you were saying i was like yeah no uh-huh. and i was with you like the whole time there, i wasn't a drop off of going out oh, danny's no he's not connected he has no idea what's going on in our heads and re- real society it's like you're a guy who's just and you put yourself out there you do you know you're you're a little bit self-deprecating you talk about your flaws and you know you you make light of these things that some people would be like oh, i have to never talk about that you know but that's what we do it's fucking of, um but I, I, I really liked the way that special looked. And I, you know, did you know you were going to call it six parts? Yeah. So you we knew you did. had it. These are the six yep. parts. These are the six we sections. We knew it was going to be called
2: six parts. We knew that. We didn't know the order. But we knew, like, if you called six parts, we knew the six chunks. Uh, so
0: when you say you yeah. didn't know the order, if you were to do that hour, would it not have gone in that, like, if you just do it all at once? would it No, not I would have never. Gone?
2: I would actually never do an hour in that order, ironically. Really? Yeah. Cause I'd normally like, I'd always close on like at a club, you always fireworks was like always my closer. So like definitely would close on that. But like I would, I, I, it's a little different. It's like, I would move around. And then like, in particular, I would, I I tend to not even have a set order other than my my first 15 and my last 15. When I do a club, I tend to like lock in my first 15, lock in my last first 15. I don't know if I would do that order. I, I never was like, set in stone but i knew those 10 really well and, and did
0: you were there jokes that didn't make the cut was there stuff that yeah yeah there's really. a couple
2: jokes there's a couple jokes not a ton like we definitely had an hour but like you know that was it but yeah. like you know i think people you know i had one joke the bro joke that was like my big big joke that i did on late night and i didn't include it in special um which i was really happy with that was something we had talked about was like you know, if we just need to, if we just need to fill it, if we just got to fill it, we can throw it in. But it was like, I was really glad that that, I didn't have to do that one again. Um, feels so good to stuff. not
0: repeat yourself.
2: It was really good. It was, it yeah. was exciting. It was scary. It was there. It was on the table, but I. It's a good it fallback.
0: Like, I mean, you know, it works. It's been done on television. People will relate on to television.
2: it. I hadn't done the joke since I did it on television, Ooh. but we were like, you know, it's there. Uh, but there wasn't a ton left on the cutting room floor. There was just a ton of choices between which venue for which thing that was like definitely discussed. Yeah. And then there was a lot of talk about like the order. And then once we had it, then it became the nightmare of like, as you said, which is like, where does it go? Which is a whole to do.
0: I mean, now knowing that you did like 30, 40 minutes in each venue and then chose the 10 minutes based on the reaction of the crowd that makes That makes more sense. And it, and like the first couple of shows would give you a little more leeway and you could be a little looser. Whereas if you knew, like, I have to deliver this 10 minutes to this people at this room, and if it doesn't go well, but fuck, like, you know, that that would be a a real thing to have in your head when you're trying to be funny, you know,
2: just- For sure. And for every, and it allowed us to have mistakes. There was, you know, particularly like I remember the surf shop crowd was really drunk. So they dropped 500 bottles during the taping, but we just were able to cut around it because it just didn't happen during the big tent, the tent that mattered. The, the barbershop, the bathroom was right next to the stage. And if you opened the door, the loudest fan you've ever heard oh, What
0: is that, dude? I know that. <laughs> I damn.
2: like damn. And of course it was like one of these things where like, you know, we're setting up. We're like, okay, actually, you know what? This is our last one. We're feeling pretty good. Like, hey, maybe we actually have this down, no issues. You know, that one, if you watch behind me, Uh, There were mirrors, so we had to put, like, uh, whatever these things are called. Um, What are they called? Yeah, capes. Like, the capes, we had to use them to cover the mirrors so you didn't see the camera. Huge issue. But other than that, there was no issues there. Remember, we had, like, 30 minutes before people came in, which was the most time we ever had. And we were like, wow, pretty easy. And somebody was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. It's like, yeah. It's just like, (laughs) that guy was like, huge problem.
0: Huge issue. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> you're all, like, okay, all right all right let's figure this one out and,
0: you, and you, i'm sure he's like you're you're almost waiting for it at that point it, you I know you we, I know and, oh everything seems the, great it seems great it no, can't be this good it can't be this good i'm gonna take a not. piss <laughs> oh uh,
2: we were like oh my god so we had to like bar people from going to the bathroom during my set brutal that was a whole situation but it allowed you to cover things recording studio my mic fell off didn't matter because it happened early so it was like just take off my mic we're fine who cares like we just like kept the show moving it was wild. It was wild.
0: How many um how many days total did it did the were the shows back Five. to back? 5 We did, did
2: one day that was that back to back and then we did it over two weekends. So it was two weekends worth.
0: Okay. Wow, man. What um how long have you been doing stand up?
2: About a decade now.
0: Okay. So that's really. That's yeah. you're young. You're a baby oh, then.
2: I know. Yeah. I'm still I still think I'm like a you know, I was like I was right at the point where I started being like, I think I should put out a special. Like it was like right at that moment. But until that moment, I never felt the urge. I'd always been very like, take your time on your specials. There's no rush. You know, of course I'm waiting for like Netflix to come my way being like, we'll make it. And then that wasn't happening. Yeah. So then we just had that moment. We were like, this feels right.
0: Well, I was just, I was talking about this uh, with Indy earlier there, there are people who have been doing it 10 years maybe a little less, maybe a little more, who are like, hey, I'm, I'm putting out a special. And you're like, what are you doing, dude? You don't have material for a special. Whereas, uh, you know, I would not I would have said longer than 10 for you, Thank for you. sure, just that's because- That's very nice. That means a lot. I know, which is weird, because people are like, what, you're calling them older? I don't get no, it. No, Why no, is that no, nice? I,
2: so, so that's a compliment <laughs> to a comic. That is a compliment, what he just said.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean- I I wasn't like, oh, this is, you know, green or this is underdeveloped or he should. Now I've seen huge names with Netflix specials who then later on were like, yeah, that might not have been the most developed thing. But when Netflix is dangling a chunk of money in front of you saying we need a new special by next week, you're like, let's fucking shoot a special. I can rant and rave. And I've
2: had I've have friends who have done it and they've known while they're doing it. They're like, this is just going to be a bad special. I'm just taking the money. And like. You know they try it's not that they're not trying no no, no. Whatever. they'll
0: try but but yeah but you know when you, you from the time that you first think of a joke and you put it down on paper to the time that it makes to this it makes it to the stage to the work that's done to it over the course of depending on the joke years you know who the fuck knows but like yeah then it's ready like you know i always think chappelle's first special is his best special because that was 25 years of comedy mm-hmm. in an hour, you know, yep. and then, and this isn't necessarily about Chappelle, but like when someone does that, like they, you're, you're all, everything you've written, all the good stuff, you know, you the want, you do that first special. That's everything you've done. And then the next special is supposed to come out a year later, but you mm-hmm. haven't written 25 years worth of jokes in a year. You've written one year's worth of jokes from a way different perspective than you had when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always fit. doesn't always work.
2: It's also like some of these, some of these people who are putting out a lot of specials and again, like more power to them. I get it. But there are some people who I go, man, if you took their last three specials that they did over three years and you took the best 20 from those three specials and put them into one special, it would be awesome. you'd You'd have an all timer. Yeah. You'd have an all time special on your hands
0: but you can't sell 25 minutes to Netflix. You can't, of course, you know,
2: <laughs> and you can't, and you, and you can't, you, nobody, you know, it's very hard. You know, I, I've, it's very hard to, to turn down money, particularly well, real money like that.
0: Well, know? yeah. I mean, especially when, you know, as comics, most of us struggle for years to stay afloat financially mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. we do what we love. And, that it, you know just because somebody <clears throat> you know bill burr's success now doesn't mean that he didn't have 25 years of fucking eating shit and getting oh. rejected and you know what i mean it's like you can't yeah. let like, those guys especially get it they know they know how hard it is like it's never lost on a guy like burr that the struggle is always fucking happening you know what i mean real
2: stand-ups know this you know there's a lot there are plenty of people who kind of call themselves comics who you're like, ah, hey, you're not real, you know, you weren't really, but the comics that grinded who made it, it's like, it's why they're so great to work with usually because yes. they get it. It's why it's so nice to open for them. Like I, when I open for like a real comic, like someone who grinded for years, it is always, everyone's like, what were they like? I'm always like such a delight, absolute pleasure every single time because they get it. They understand what we're going they,
0: through. They've been where you were. They, they've mm-hmm. been where
2: you are. Yep. They see the grind. They see the, you know, they respect the fight. Like we all res- like, even like 10 years in, I see people like five years in who I'm like, Oh, love the fight you're putting in. You're going to get going, there. keep yeah. going. Like, I see it. I see the work. Um, And then there's people who I opened for who are just kind of like comedic people who then like started doing stand up and they don't really respect it usually. And they don't really get it. And it's like, just fine. But it's like, eh,
0: you know, yeah, get it. I, 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 what you're saying, there's, um, there's like a Mitch Hedberg, he talks about, at the end of one of his um, albums, he talks about how he's a comic. And he's like, I think that's a noble profession. I make strangers laugh. Like to, to me, there's not much more. And people are always like, oh, you're a comic? Oh, well, but can you write? Like what? No, I'm a co- I'm a comic. Like, well, why don't you write a movie? Like, what are you talking about? Like, isn't this why isn't this good enough? Like, wh- wh- why yeah. does it always have to be something else? You know, and it's just um, he's like, it, are you are you a farmer? Well, okay, can you also cook pancakes? Like, what, dude? Why would I need to do that? I'm a farmer. Like, and you know, you
2: can put in because someone's always like because you you act, and I like to uh, I love acting, and you're very good at it like, by the way. Thank you so much. You too. Very very good. Stop. And I'm just I'm. <laughs> Uh, but like, so, you know, like people always ask me like, which, which one do you really love acting or stand up? And I'm always like, there has literally been zero times in my career, maybe one, one six month period where I actually had to choose. Other than that, I've never had to choose. It doesn't matter. You can do both. You can put your full effort into both. They do not interfere with each other. Uh, you can do a couple different things, but it's wild to me. Stand up is truly its own beast. Because you can, it is. you and I both know, like, anybody can kind of act. I like to think I can do a little bit better, but like anybody can kind of do it. Um, <laughs> like It's it's doable, but not everyone can do stand-up. Stand-up takes real effort, real time, got to put in the hours. There are more the
0: teachers. There are more firemen. There are more janitors. There are more mm-hmm. homeless people. There are more cops. There are more anything, uh, any other profession. There are more of them than there are stand-up comedians.
2: Yep. It's Hard, but it's doable. The thing that boggles my mind in the problem we're having right now, I'm trying to talk about this on stage right now, is like you know, these TikTokers who are starting to do stand up. And it's like, now listen, I respect the hell out of what you guys do, and you're very good at it. And to be clear, better than I am. But you're not doing a good job at my thing, and people are going to see you, and then they think our thing is bad now.
0: It yes. Yeah. Hurts us. You're hurting my profession. It's not that I don't want you to sell tickets to your crowd to get your fans out to see you. I don't want to hurt your career. Mm -hmm. But when you call what you do stand-up, and it's the essential, you know, essentially it's just a, a 25, 30 minute long TikTok video. And it's mm-hmm. not stand-up. And people see that and they go, oh, stand-up. And it's not good. Shitty. Yep. Why would I? And I, I saw stand-up once. It was awful. Like, well, who 100%. did you fucking
2: see? Why? I know. And it stresses me out because it's like, I, I think about it all the time where I'm like, man, these comedy clubs, I don't think they realize that they're lo- they're getting a night of a packed house, but they're losing people who probably would go there regularly if they just had a great night you know, because yeah, that's a, in, it scares me. It's, it's a real catch
0: 22 too, because like you said, the comedy clubs have been, you know, Dying. drastically oh. affected by this. Oh, like
2: they're the, going if, up. They're going to book every TikToker for a while and they get it. And I get it.
0: You, but, you but, know, when you say TikToker, my fear was like the dates that I did have canceled in 2020 and everything. I was like, I'm not a draw. I'm not a name. So my thought mm-hmm. was coming back into 2021, trying to get back into the clubs, trying to get those dates back. They'd be like, yeah, we'll get you a weekend, but first we have to like sell out for a year and a half to make back what we lost. And it's like, you know, I can like guys like Bill Burke coming back into the clubs instead of being a theater or whatever. It's know. like,
2: it's, Well, the Bill Burrs are just going to kill us for, for a while, but also great. Get like,
0: they're going to help make those clubs.
2: Yeah. it's it's so funny how it's like i have no problem with bill burr taking a weekend from me because that crowd's that crowd's that crowd's going to come back forever to that club they're
0: going to love comedy they're going to have a Uh, great time
2: yep i'll i'll get i'll he no issue it's the TikTokers. It's the YouTubers. It's these people. Since the guy released a special on YouTube, but it's these YouTubers. <laughs> the it. <laughs> it's the
0: YouTubers. Aren't you a I mean, YouTuber? Not my, <laughs> not, my, not
2: my Not my kind of YouTube. Their kind of YouTube. Um. It's us and boxers, man.
0: Yeah, man killed, dude. Um, boxers are going through it too. What do you mean, boxers?
2: So, boxing, a noble sport, a noble profession. You work hard. Oh, and then Jake Paul, Logan Paul start boxing. Now they're headlining their weekends and these boxers on the undercard are like, I've dedicated my entire life to this art. It's I have literally what we're going sweat through.
0: Sweat and blood. Yeah, dude, that's a really good comparison. That's a really it's, good.
2: Uh, oh, I know. Solid. I, I Oh, I'm working on it because I'm like, and then it's happening to yoga people now. These yoga influencers are taking yoga jobs, and I'm telling you, it's coming to everybody. All you, all y'all need Can you to imagine watch that. Out. Like,
0: I'm a police influencer. I'm uh-huh. a cop now. <laughs> like, be, what, cops are going to be like, what? you're
2: not doing it right. He's like, yeah, but whatever. But I got a bang,
0: thousand bang. views like, off, yep. you know, in five <laughs> minutes. So. Clearly, yep. I'm doing something, right?
2: Yeah, and now they're going to be like, well, we need the money. It's they sell shit, they, they were drawn. The cops are going to be like, yeah. yeah I
0: guess. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, what, um, hang on, what are we doing here? What, did you have the forethought? Did you know that you are going to put it on YouTube? Were you? Uh...
2: So that was always talked about. Like, it was something I did definitely believe in. was like, oh, I really think YouTube is the... YouTube is the place to be, um, in my opinion for specials. Cause I think they get passed around a lot more. And at the end of the day, what is the point of a special ideally with this special, it is not to make money. It is to be an, a, a, a billboard for my live dates, get new, get people who go, wow, that guy's really funny. I can't wait to see him live. And then they come see me live slash follow my career. Cause I'm also an actor. So like bring them over to whatever show I'm on, like, great. Love that. So that was kind of the idea with that said, you yeah. know, did we go to Netflix? Of course we did. Uh, did we go to a couple, but but I will say this I went Netflix, insert name here, insert name here. I don't want to say which above which, but insert a street one random streamer here, one random streamer here, and then it was YouTube. I really was like, YouTube over a lot of other streamers, YouTube over, um, I've, I've said this on other things, YouTube over Prime. I think Amazon Prime is uh devouring specials and i don't think they're giving them the the
0: the attention they deserve there is you mean they're just they're just grabbing them up and then putting them on and grabbing them
2: up and it's like there are some incredible specials on prime and they're never promoted they're never pushed to the front and it's really sad to me because there's there are some specials on prime that are unbelievable that i don't think got their day
0: no i mean eddie eddie pence a good friend of mine put his his his, is out on prime and i wonder if he's kind of sensing that it's, it's because it is, it's buried. You, you have to go looking for like Henry Hunter. Phillips has a special on prime, but you have yes. to look for it. It should be something Phillips that comes up like, so Hey, you talented. like this, you like that. Here's Henry Phillips. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, exactly. <clears throat> that they should have. And that, and to me, I don't, I don't know anything, but that's their algorithm. That's how they, that's their,
2: I think it's just, I think it's look, I think that, I think it probably was, was a good thought they had, which was like, let's get specials like particularly like, you know, Some of these people that Netflix looking over, let's give them a, like, let's give them a special, let's give them a home. I love that thought. I just think that at a certain point it got oversaturated on there. And so I just was like, you know, more power to people who want to go to prime. But I decided I was like, I really want to put this on YouTube. So that became a thing. Once Netflix said, no, I was like, basically I was like YouTube. Then it became really hard because there was a bunch of distribution companies that were like, absolutely not. We don't do that. That's not our model. We sell it to a streamer. We don't know which streamer it'll go to, but it goes to a streamer. If you want us to handle the audio, which is like really important, then you're going to have to deal with it and you're going to have to put it on a streamer. And I fought it tooth and nail. And then finally 800 pound gorilla came along and they were like, all right, put it on YouTube. And they've been great.
0: Dude, that's and, uh, that's who I worked with on my last album. They are fucking awesome.
2: They're so great. I it like I've left this thing definitely being like, being like you know this special is great, but uh, you know I, and I'm very private, but also don't tell comedy eight hundred pound gorilla to great companies.
0: The next special you do, <coughs> you probably know will mean? be with
2: the both of them. Probably be with the both of them again. A hundred percent plan to. Yeah, two great companies that listen to me. Both of them, I said things they were like, that's not really what we do. And I said, please. And they went, yeah. And it's like, that's so dope that they did that. Cause I saw a lot of companies not do that and they did that.
0: So interesting.
2: Yeah. Big props to both of them.
0: Yeah. That's great, man. That's great. So, but what, I guess, because, you know, I hear YouTube, I think, Oh, you just did this yourself and you put it up on YouTube yourself, but like clearly there's so many people involved in the making of any comedy special. And I don't mean just yours, six places, six spent. Yours is, sounds a little more intense even because of-
2: Yes, the- we were making it. We, we really dreamed of this thing being on Netflix. We put in the work, like it would be as big a special as anybody else's. And I, but I also thought that was cool because I felt like when we put it on YouTube being like, hey, this is not just some random night at some club. This is work. Like this is going to be, this is going to outkick- you know outkick what what you think a youtube special will be i also think you know youtube specials used to mean that and i'm hoping there's a real shift and i think there is like actively as i did this i was there like, the, I, yeah, I did not you to start this there was absolutely a trend already happening with sam world and mark Norman of these are gonna say
0: mark Norman special you know just blew up you know what i mean it just fucking
2: up changed his career and it was like and it's a great by way great special yeah that mark, yes by the way mark Norman. If we're if we're giving shouts out to people, I dropped this special. Mark Norman immediately contacted me, was like, love that you did this way to go. Storied it, like helped again, a comic comics, like reaching back was like, just so nice. I've, yeah. I've talked to Mark Norman, to, you know, we know each other, but like, I cannot tell you how many comics I've known for years and years who have not <laughs> done anything with this special and Mark Norman, who I haven't seen in probably three years within hours was like, So proud of you. Great job.
0: Because he probably, I mean, and this isn't, I've met Mark maybe a a small handful of times. The first time I met him, I was like, oh, hey, my name is John Huck. He's like, yeah, I know that name. I've never seen your face, but I know your name. And I was like, oh, okay. Because New York, LA, the world of comedy, it it's minuscule, so it, it really is. It, it, it felt is, good that he at least had at least heard my name, and it had been said mm-hmm. in an area that comics were. <laughs> <in>.
2: <laughs> it's also like, but it is. It's such a small world. People don't realize that from the outside. People don't realize how tiny this world is. Like, there's only so many comics, and we see each other all the time. So it's like, you know, it's 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 good. I mean, to me, it's like we all should be looking out for each other.
0: I, well, yes, I agree with that, and I think, and I do think um, Mark helped set uh, that the YouTube thing in motion. He really in the sense did. That, like when when you saw what his special did, you were like, "Well, that's not a bad idea." Because, like you said, the idea of a special isn't necessarily, "Oh my God, I'm I'm taking a bath in hundred dollar bills now." You know, it's like, yeah, it's it's like I want people to see what I can do. Mm -hmm. I want them to like it. And then I want them to buy a ticket for the next time I'm in their area. So the clubs are like, Oh, what a great guy. Have him back. He draws.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, swimming a hundred dollar bills, by the way, I, I, uh, I think it's because I, cause I worked with two companies on this and I do not regret the decision one bit. I'm pretty sure it's impossible for me to make money off this I was
0: gonna say you will never see a dime (laughs) yeah
2: when I put the I mean that's why part of the reason why like Interpunk Gorilla before I put YouTube was like just to be clear like you are sacrificing money here. We can sell this to a streamer and I was like and I'm aware unfortunately I I am sorry (laughs) I'm going to negotiate against myself here and tell you (laughs) try to get no money money for this. I know I want no money and they're like
0: (laughs) yes So, look, man. I think I think you did the right thing, only because if someone would have gone, hey, have you seen? Because Indy was the guy. He pointed at it, He goes, have you seen Danny's special? And I was like, I have not. I just it had just come out on you just hip. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And I, two days later or whatever, I watched. I was like, holy fucking shit, that was funny from your special. I went and watched <clears throat> Mark Norman's because yes. I was like. I remember his blowing up and people just going apeshit about it. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta see it. You know, again, very good, solid, you know, I really, excuse me, I'm going to cough.
1: I'll just say I found your special because of Mark Norman's story. So
0: you
2: see, uh, And, and that, and that, so that's important. It's like Mark Norman, that's like no joke that he did that. It meant a lot. It's like, it was really cool that he did that. And it because, was yeah. it was so fast that thing was out for I mean Indy you must have been my first in, in the first hundred views I mean it was like because wow. it was it's also I will say the downside of YouTube is watching that view count oh is that stressful
0: well but it's pretty big now
2: now it is but that first until I once I said it got to I, my thing was once it gets to ten thousand views I will relax I was like ten thousand <sighs> I'll relax but man under ten thousand was stressful.
0: I was going to say my fear is that if I were to put out a special on YouTube, that it would have three views and like, and one thumbs down. And like, that
2: is, <laughs> uh, you know, what's so funny. And I remember saying this because somebody was like, Ooh, you got a thumbs down. And I was like, it was probably like 5,000 views in, and I was like, <laughs> I got a thumbs down. And somebody was like, Ooh, you got a thumbs down. And I was like, that's good. And they were like, it's Why? eliciting
0: like, a reaction.
2: Oh, I was more so, it's so funny. Yes, but also I was like, that means it is out of my circumference who's, ah, who is watching this, you that's know? A like, good point. that yes, initial couple thousand strangers. is, yeah, it's my Instagrams, it's my Twitter, you know, it's all the people. But it's like, okay, that means a rando is catching This is this
0: beyond stuff. my crazy ex girlfriend. This is
2: yes. beyond. Yeah, crazy ex girlfriend. You know, those people, they're just going to hit like, we know that. But it's like, ah, we're, we're hitting randoms. So let's
0: go. And then that's good. Like, and, and And there's, you know we we don't make comedy to please every single fucking human being it's you know, to do. Be, and why would you want to Half the human yeah. race is a bunch of fucking assholes anyway oh like, yeah oh, for sure but the no, people the, that do connect they connect and they re- relate to what you say but i agree with you i like that you know once it's out of your people that like you just because you're you and they're gonna like yep. you anyway and it's just some guy going just fucking asshole. I could do this. What do you do? This yep. is a barbershop. I'm like, Some okay. Because jer- you know who someone who gave it a thumbs down who took the time to go, I don't like this. How do I show it? I hate it. Yeah. It, dude, I fucking laugh every time I see thumbs down anything, anything. Whenever it's like, there's like, you go to an One Eckhart Tolle. Yelp. Yeah, it'd be like an Eckhart Tolle video on YouTube. It's like yeah. 8 million <laughs> people love it. 40 people thumbs down you're like what what did this who? guy do to you that you're like who, who are you people being present to fuck you know it's just yeah, so yeah. <laughs> fucking funny to me that people are that angry and I I, i've what do you do you read the comments do you look at that
2: um i do because i don't get upset by it I, i've hit that point uh yeah. i used to get really upset by it, but you know i i've put uh I've had, two sketch groups on YouTube that have gone like various levels of viral. I've been in, I've I've read the mean stuff. Uh, I've read basically almost everything you'd say mean to me. Also, most of the mean stuff is like, whatever, you know, like that stuff, that stuff makes me laugh. The only thing that really hurts, (laughs) I don't know if I should say this out loud, but in case anyone wants to know how to hurt my feelings for uh, (laughs) me, because I can handle a, he's ugly, Whatever, stupid, dumb. I'll take that all day. Crap, nothing, feel nothing there. It's the ones that'll kill me. Is if somebody's like, man, I really felt like he didn't fully flush out that one joke, or like, man, that joke feel uh, that kills me. <laughs> the specific genuine, criticism. Cr- genuine criticism kills me.
0: That'll hurt He's because dumb, nothing because you think that they could be right, or because yeah. you
2: because it. Could, by the way, I love. Reddit, and I always love the Reddit crowd coming to my stuff. And part of it's because I've had Reddit come to see my stuff and be like, excuse me, my fiance just sneezed in the middle of my fucking <laughs> podcast. I am so sorry about her. <laughs> yeah, we find like, out you're
0: super abusive. Like, oh, this so is, this sorry. Is, you guys have don't to watch see this. his special, I, I guess.
2: hold <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> uh, there you have bodily functions.
2: It's unbelievable. It's so disrespectful. Women. Uh, um, what? what uh, oh yeah. So I was gonna say like genuine criticism because it's like sometimes Reddit has seen my stuff and they've been like this isn't that good beca- and they'll give reasons and I'm like yeah fair wow good point wow. you're right like there's sometimes and also by the way there's and this is where I think this is where I really disagree with a lot of comics because a lot of comics will be like this crowd was offended by stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, offended, You always gonna, there's always gonna be somebody offended for no reason. But there's also been times where I've said a joke and somebody's gonna have been like, that offended me. And I'll be like, why? And they'll talk to me about it. And I'll be like, fair point. You're right. I'm not thinking about that element. And I'll rework the joke to work in that element. It's like, criticism can be good. I like and that. Criticism. And,
0: and you'll find that when you rewrite a joke, to take that, whatever that element is that is being uh, considered offensive, you'll find the joke is better. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's like people talk about this, um, the way society is now and how it's killing comedy. And it's like, to me, that just means you can't yell the N word on stage or you can, and you're mad about not being able to call people a faggot or whatever it is. Yeah. You can't be lazy anymore. And that's what it is. You can't be lazy. And I think for me in particular, two things, this kind of wave of not political correctness, but this, this new wave of kind of all inclusivity, you know what I mean? Everybody's equal, everybody's different, but equal. You know what I mean? Like yeah, our differences make us better and we're all better together. So, yeah. you know, um, I forgot what I was gonna say.
2: No, but it's true. It's like, it, it is like a huge thing is like listening. And also like, you know, I've the joke I did on Colbert was about trans at the end, t- took its time but got to uh, transgender rights. And my new closer is about transgender rights. And both of them, you know, I did it a couple of times, like really thought it was good. And then I hunted shows and I would look for anybody in the crowd who was, who I thought was transgender or would approach me as transgender. And I'd be like, what did you think? Am I missing anything? What am I not getting right? Cause I don't, cause I am, I am not, you know, Am I gonna make every single person love this joke? No, I'm sure I'm missing. I'm not gonna hit every element. I can only. I only have five minutes for this bit. But like, am, is what I'm saying fair and honest? And it's been really important. Help. It's made that joke fifty times better.
0: Listen. Yeah, that, that's what. I, that's where I was. That's where I was going earlier. Is that the, this is causing me to write smarter? Twitter cutting out fat and then mm-hmm. not. You know, it's it's not about you know I I feel like when I was 15 like 16 years old I I punched down a little bit I'd be mean you know what I mean we all did we're high school kids but like that sort of carried over and then I had like my earlier stuff when I go back I'm like that was a lot of complaining you're bitching a lot you're you're, you know but again it's what I knew it's what I knew at the time
2: I also it's also why I'm a big believer in like you know you do have to tell jokes that aren't good to tell jokes that are good to a certain degree. There's obviously certain things if you're saying that on stage, it's like, hey buddy, hey, hey Woody, what are we doing here? Yeah. But there are things I've said on stage where somebody has been like, hey, I don't like that. And not just has it like, you know, so people look, when you look back at that joke and people are like, oh, do you regret doing that? I'm like, no, I'm Like that, <laughs> do you know how important that joke was to my career? if I hadn't told that joke and that girl hadn't approached me afterwards and said, Hey, I don't think we're saying is fair. She wasn't upset, but she was like, I don't think we're saying is fair. And we hadn't had that conversation. I might still be saying that shit. Like, thank God that girl came up. Thank God. I told that joke that that experience makes me a better comic.
0: Yeah. I just, I just, I, I just think about things more. I think yeah. about it more when I'm, when I write the way I write now, it's there's more thought that goes into it, and I think that is only going to equal better comedy in the long run.
2: I agree. I think it's so, great.
0: Yeah. Um, how did you? do? Oh, who was there? Like one director, or did you just use this production company? Do you two, know where? Comedy- two directors:
2: Brad Silnitzer, who's a really great comic, and then Gordy Earl, who also edited it. Who was? Uh, and the two of them were just great. And
0: And they came through uh, one of the companies or did you know them? um...
2: Brad is one of my dearest friends and uh, was producing and then like kind of swung into a director. Like we sort of promoted him uh, days before we started because I was like, (laughs) help. And then Gordy, (laughs) Gordy was always going to direct and was great. And by the way, speaking of like, again, how great part of it was, we had thought there was going to be another director he pulled out like two weeks before. but i knew but but we but i knew so specifically what i wanted that i was like we can do this like gordy at that point i'd met with a bunch he was going to be like our main cinematographer and like really in charge of the cameras i'd spoken to him so much he'd so gotten what i wanted i was like he can handle this and then brad i was like brad knows what he's doing so the two of them combined and they were great and we like we figured this thing out again on the fly fast and they were so good and we had like the exact same idea what we wanted. It worked out and
0: great. and having a director who also edits huge is so fucking key if you can get it. Because that, that person as they're directing is also cutting the thing in their yeah. head. Also it's having a good awesome.
2: relationship with that person. Cause like Gordy, like so for example, we the the gym was going to open the special that was going to be part one up until a month before it came out, including multiple times we had thought it was going to come out and then it didn't come out because of various world events. Ah. And then, and then about a month before it came out, he called me. He was like, Hey man, I think you should switch part one and part four. And I was like, what? Wait, why would we do such a thing? And he was like, you open gym with this is a crazy time. And then you start talking about technology and he's like, that sounds crazy in 2021 to say, he was like, I think you need to open with something that's just a little bit, not that just out of the gates. And I was like, great point would not have realized that you're 100% right. It sounds crazy to open your special going, this is a crazy time. <laughs> Facebook, it's like it's like we just went through a pandemic. What this are we guy, talking about here? This
0: guy missed. This guy yeah. missed a whole year. This is a but crazy that was, time, guys. That Technology. was Gordy's catch.
2: Yeah. Gordy caught that. If Gordy hadn't caught that, that would have been the opening to the special. He caught that. We started with about me, which made way more sense. It was it totally I, worked better.
0: Dude, I, And honestly, I do. I, very smart. And I agree 100%. The about me, like the way I've, I've kind of found that if I want to make some fun of something in my set or somebody or, uh, you know, um, of course, or, you or start, groom, whatever start. it is, I yeah. have to, if I don't start making fun of myself, if, if my act doesn't start off with me self deprecating and calling attention to my idiocies, that when I go to make fun of somebody else, everyone's like, who's this fucking dickhead think he is? But if they see that like, I'm a human who also doesn't like me, so uh-huh. I can also not like other people because I can't even love myself. You know, it's like, yes. with, if they can get all that, then they're like, oh yeah, he just doesn't like this. He's a cranky old fucking idiot. Like
2: I know. And I was, I, I so that's how I open on the road. I usually open with stuff about myself. Bah, bah, bah. I, I always open on the road with, I don't pick on people. Like that's a classic me on the road bit because it relaxes the front. They lo- always. you know That's, that's something I love doing. Cause I'm like, I'm not somebody who likes particularly picking on people. So I like to kind of set the idea of like, I'm not going to come at you. Don't come at me.
0: Did that, did that story of you going to a comedy club with your mom? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real story.
2: 100% real.
0: <laughs> that's like a, you know, when you like, when my wife has been in the audience at times with her friends and like a comic will be on stage and they'll try to talk to her and, like, hey, I who know, are you that's... here with or whatever? And she's like, uh, she's like, oh, my my husband is John Hawk, And they're like, Oh, shit uh i know, fuck. I know. afterwards like she must be you guys must be newly married because why would she be in the audience and not at home complaining about your fucking career
2: that's so funny i just, Jess just likes going to shows because it gets her out of the house so she like well you know, right fun. now
0: well, when she can leave the house eventually she might i know right, not course, go to right as many. But,
2: but yeah but she used to love like going to shows and uh and she would go all the time but we never never sits in the crowd and then because cause every now and then she has to be in the crowd, and a comic always is like, because she's pretty. Somebody's always like, <laughs> well, your you. <laughs> I'm always like, <laughs> and I'm always in the back, like, No no please. please please
0: leave her alone
2: please it's my girlfriend Don't the be
0: thing under, with please. your mom i've seen i've seen that i've seen a comic go oh you guys fucking that's my mom like i've seen that oh
2: it's the worst in the comics like this is hilarious i'm like it's not for them it's horrible it's a nightmare stop it you're ruining it. I can't stand when comics do it.
0: But um, that's a great that's a great way to start to, to let people know. Don't so, be afraid. Don't be I afraid. know.
2: And then and so that's what I always do on the road. But I was like, I had this idea in my head for the special where I was like, I don't want to, everybody always opens with about stuff. So let's not do that for the special. Let's feel a little different. Let's open just on like a bit that we love and it and it worked and then it didn't. And it
0: worked because you did that bit that 10 minute chunk, yeah. you know, and the audience loved it. But in right. the whole of it.
2: Gordy made the right call, but that's Gordy. That's how important it is to talk to your editor. Also, that's huge for like acting. Also, that's a huge piece of advice. Kabir Akhtar was the uh, editor for um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. He also ended up directing the show a bunch of episodes, but he was the editor. And becoming friends with him as an editor, you want to get you want to get actual acting tips. Talk to the editors. They're the ones who are seeing how you're fucking up. Yeah, <laughs> they're the ones who are seeing whether you're hitting your mark. They're the ones who like the technical shit in particular. Like, talk to editors; they know how you're really doing.
0: Yeah, that's okay. interesting. That's a good call. I mean, e- editing is so important. It's a like, yeah. They, I remember what was it a couple of years ago? They're going to try to take the editing Oscar out of the awards. Or something like maybe crazy like hardest, that. And I maybe was the like, hardest job of the entire thing. Dude, the tediousness <laughs> of editing for anyone who thinks it's easy. I lived next door. I lived on my wall connected to an editor uh, who worked from home. This was years ago. I'm talking, he edited for a food show. So for some reason, everything was being played editing super reality. Loud. Editing reality is brutal. Over and over, you hear, but that's not the dish I made. But that's not the dish I made but that's not the dish I made, but that's not the dish <laughs> I made, but that's not the, oh, and just like he had it cranked and he was just fitting things in. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, that's your job all day. That is oh, fucking brutal.
2: Fucking brutal. Indy and when edits,
0: act- but then he gets to do this and that's.
1: I have to go. all John's voice twice. But,
2: but it, Indy, Indie, what do you edit?
1: Uh, final cut, but I could do premiere as well it's
2: just but but like what kind of stuff do
0: you edit projects what do you work at? oh
1: uh podcast mostly uh okay and just youtube stuff yeah well you know you don't edit for work no i work in it oh yeah i thought
0: you boring did some editing
1: yeah
0: (laughs) well i mean editing itself is like i find it i find it boring in the sense that like i get frustrated and I, I have to walk away from it.
2: When it's my own project, I like being on the cutting. Like I, I went in to edit the special, like with Gordy for a couple of days. Like we just did it. Like he did the first cut, but then I was like, let me just come in. And like, you know, we really like
0: hammered. And I was now, like, do you know how to use an Avid or do
2: you? I know how to use it. Okay. But what I like doing is just like, I, I literally every like sketch, anything I do, I'm always like, Hey, cause I'll send the first guy. I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna buy you a pizza. We're going to have a day. Let's just go through it. Cause, cause, cause there's, cause sending particularly first draft notes. It's like, it's too long. It it seems horrible. You can't read my tone. Cause I'm always like, you know, it's like they're doing an incredible job. They're almost all very rare. Every now and then I've gotten a cut of something where I'm like, didn't even come close. One, one project <laughs> in particular. In my life, I remember getting a first copy is? and like, I remember literally getting the first copy and like, did you read the script? Uh, <laughs> Just wrote a different thing. You made a different thing. Um, But Uh, for the most part uh, first cuts are impossible to do so I just go in there and like you know it's just about like hey we're on this shot for too long hey like
0: yeah can we go to something else can we cut to something else
2: it's just talking about a little thing it's also knowing your thing like we had done something with this special where like I had told them I was like I was like I will fucking lose my mind if at any point in this special we cut to an audience reaction I was gonna ask (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, was like, I was like, and they were like, we have to get a couple. And I was like, I understand, but I want to be clear. We are not to use them unless there is a disaster of a situation. And we never did.
0: And you're the way it was shot, you can see audience react, yeah. but mm-hmm. you're right. There's no camera in the face of guy in the front. <laughs> yeah, dude. And that yeah. was what I loved about Mark Norman's special. No audience. Yep. You don't see no the audience. audience one fucking time.
2: <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need to do it. I don't get it. I, I don't get it.
0: You can hear um, them laughing. I don't need to see their faces.
2: Yeah, we got it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, that's... It, it's also
2: just such an obvious cut. It's also like, it's just knowing cut special. It's like every time they cut to the audience, I'm like, so you're cutting? So you're either you're cutting a pit? That's what you're doing.
0: Yeah, you, you made a mistake. You, you made you a mistake the there. You had to you look just... away from what you were... Yeah. Now of course
2: stage? I I built a special around around five built in breaks for us to be able to fix whatever went wrong. But we never cut. Was that
0: was that in your head when you were thinking about it like that?
2: I mean, we knew I was again, it was just like we just have to get 10 minutes at every place. We just have to have a perfect tent. Perfect 10 isn't easy, but getting a perfect tent, it's all we have to do.
0: That 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 took some of the pressure off then.
2: It did. That was the huge advantage for everything else I've said of like, don't do it this way. This is a nightmare. I'm like, look, if you come up with a reason to do a special where you just have to get certain chunks in certain places, and you just have to worry about 10 at a time, you know, just yeah. in your head, literally being like, have I gotten a 10 yet? Then I am not yet done. If I gotten a 10 yet, no, i not yet done, you know? And then once you get a 10, be like, okay, we can try another one, but we got a 10.
0: Yeah. Like, dude, before, before I did my uh, album with 800 pound gorilla, I was, I had that, this like hour of material that I was Mm -hmm. like, I I think this should, this should be uh, somewhere where people can get it, you know? And I, Mm -hmm. I started writing like a special that was like, it followed me through my entire day. And there were little interstitial sketches that happened, but it was all, I was looking for somebody and I ended up at comedy clubs and they were like, Oh, do you want to do like you want to do six minutes I'd be like, Oh, okay. I'm only going to do six, And I would do 20 minutes, you know? And then I'd be like, Hey, dude, you kind of ran the light. And then I would leave. And that was like, and, but oh, that's then great. going to my next adventure, the guy I was shooting it with, we both kind of like st- stopped drinking at the same time. And then like haven't <laughs> spoken in a very long time, but okay. not bad. He's just very busy and he works a lot, but I mean, seeing your special has definitely inspired me to do something, you know, and because, I never, I mean, I know I don't have a shot at Netflix or anything like that. Um, I think I was a little apprehensive, but seeing and, and, and hearing what you're saying is, is very smart. Like all, all we want is people to come and see us. All we want is people to buy tickets to our shows. All we want is when to, you know, people request us at serious at Radio. We, it's not like a complicated thing. We just want people to like what we do. And the best way to do that is give them something to like. And I, I don't see how this, in your case, I feel like this is going to work. This is like a thing that was, it's pushed Oops, out sorry. there. And as you get back on the road and that special gets spread around more and more because it's shareable and people are just, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. I just think, have you, did you cut it up at all? Um, are you going to release like.
2: Oh yeah. We're putting out 2 million TikToks. <laughs> yeah. Cut this thing up and every it's, it's, TikTok
0: it, the whole hour has been cut into one minute increments.
2: <laughs> it's uh, be- it is a daily email is what's the next reel. What's the next TikTok? <laughs> we all hate it, but we do it. <laughs> but we- Maybe
0: maybe that's how I'll put my special out on Instagram one minute at a time.
2: Ah, it's brutal.
0: <laughs> Just people yeah. having to scroll through the feed. Like, okay. Uh,
2: it makes me so miserable, but it's what we have to do. Yeah. This is what it is. This is what we signed up for. But yeah, oof.
0: what? Uh, well, what's next for you, man? I mean, okay, we're getting out there. We're doing. We're starting to do live shows again. You're gonna work on your next hour.
2: Yeah, I know the conceit of my next hour, so I know the concept, um, which is nice. So because it's sir, it's serves my clo my closer makes a point, and I think I have an idea that kind of like brings a, a special around it. Uh, so now it's like literally building material around it, which is exciting and also terrifying i mean it's it's exciting but it's tough it is, t- <laughs> it is tough. writing material during a pandemic so we are uh you know actively getting out there as much as we can and trying to build this new hour because i will say once you do your first and i feel like you probably had this experience once you do your first album first special the second one doesn't feel as like huge second one feels like okay now we've done like the big one. so now it's like second one what do we want to do how do we want to do it? It doesn't feel as like big, so I'm I'm really excited because I think I have like a cool idea, and now it's just building the material around it.
0: That's awesome, and and I will say, uh, you're you're a very thoughtful writer. You know what I mean? It's um, you 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 put that effort in there. Everything connects to you in some way, and none of it is, uh, well, you know, mean spirited in any way. And thank it's, you. And I, it uh, I don't know. It it's, just. Go ahead. You
2: do the same thing. I mean, I think it's important. I think it's at the end of the day, and I think this is true of most comedians. 95%. Truly. We ne- and I think this is something where comics are like, oh, comics are rough. Comics, I hear it like all the time. Like, oh, com-. it's like 95% of us want nothing more than to make you laugh. That is our only intention. That's all we care about. Like, that's all I've ever wanted. All I've ever wanted is to make somebody laugh. And like I don't, I never want to offend anyone. It's truly never my intention to be like, I'm going to push the envelope. Like, no, if I'm, if I'm pushing envelope enough where it's really hurting a solid chunk of people, one person here, one person there, who knows? You know, it's also always, I also grew up, you know, just in a non-Jewish area being Jewish. So you just kind of get the idea of like, there's certain people who just aren't going to like, like you as a human, you just got to get used to that. But it's like, for the most part, most people if like if most people are liking what you're doing that's good that's what we're after i never yeah. want to hurt anyone's feelings never really yeah
0: good. i saw so it was like i can't remember when this was but there was a a lot of people online defending somebody somebody was saying i saw this repeatedly on twitter once or a couple times um you know in like a weekend was if your comedy's not offending people then you're not doing it right yeah. and i'm like dude, has anyone told that to Brian Regan? Has anyone told that to Jim yeah. Gaffigan? Has anyone told that to like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like,
2: yeah, no, it's
0: not, to- but- Michael Costa doesn't offend. He goes up yeah. on stage and makes people laugh. Like he's, what?
2: and he's really good. And, and look, isn't that Brian Regan hasn't offended someone once or twice, of course, but it's like the idea of going up there being like, if you're not offending, it's like, no, that it, that's not the point. It's, we're stand-up comics, we're not stand-up offenders. Like the the goal here is to tell jokes. Sometimes there's going to be shrapnel to jokes and like even the safest of jokes is going to every now and then catch some shrapnel. Someone's going to get caught with shrapnel. No one here is going to deny that. But like that should never be your intention.
0: Yeah, never. it's yeah, my my I've never I don't ever think like, I'm going to push the envelope. It's like, what, how, what can I say that an audience yeah. will see, understand that it's coming from a place of truth and also yeah. laugh at? I,
2: I mean, I do think I do a lot of like, I do a lot of like, what is a digestible way to talk about this issue? Like, it's so funny. Cause like when I talk about a transgender rights joke, right? It's like in my mind, I'm like, how do I tell this in a way that doesn't offend transgender people? Another part of my brain goes, how do I say this joke in a way where the people who are gonna be offended because they don't like transgender people, how do I make them swallow this pill? Because they're, yeah. they're gonna wanna spit it up, right? The second I say it, they're gonna be like, boo, or whatever. So, how do I get them to swallow the pill? That's another part of it for me, also. It's like their version of offended is different, but their version is just as bad to me. I don't want people to hear my jokes and go, ah, oh, he's just saying, no, no, I want you to swallow this pill. I want you to hear it. You're not going to agree with, you know, I think the highest compliment I can get on a joke of mine, maybe not the highest, but one of the highest comments I can get is if I'm on the road and somebody's like, particularly like I'm in Texas or Alabama and somebody's coming up with me afterwards. And I get this every now and then where they're like, I'll tell you, I didn't agree with what you said, but I thought you said it respectfully. And I'm like, Ooh, that means it's in their head. They're not going to change their opinion today. That's not how it works, but like I'm in their head now. But and maybe you didn't piss them off you yep. got them to
0: sort of start thinking about it you planted now, a seed
2: right now they now they're thinking about you know with the the you know the point of the bro joke where it was why would you give a fuck who shits next to you was like the big premise line and it was like you know maybe they go home and next day we go why don't you give a fuck who shits next to me and maybe a year down the line they run into somebody who's transgender and they're like why do you, yeah, you give a fuck who shits next to me yeah why do you give a fuck who shits to me and I'm like I, I that made a difference that's actually comedy making a difference so how do you get that, those swallow pills? That's
0: there tough. is, there, that is, I use that kind of, um, think thought process, like just in life, like what, with whatever you do, like when I, you know, I used to be very innocuous online and just like everything was kind of a fart joke or whatever. And then now every once in a while, when something I don't agree with, or if something is, you know, shitting on the rights of other, a group of people, I'll make a comment and it's not because I want people to know that I am smart or that I agree with this. It's that, you know, if there's one person from my, let's say my hometown or where the town I went to college in, Same like, where are you from? I'm from a, a small town called Warrenville, Illinois, not even that small anymore. And I went to school in oh. Ashland, Wisconsin, which was very small. Okay, cool. Uh, how about you? East coast? I'm from, I'm from Virginia,
2: ah, Virginia, which is a surprise. Most people don't see that coming. I did not uh, see that coming. Actually, Everybody assumes New York city, which was, is where I went uh, to college. And uh, that is where, the personality arose.
0: Yeah. That's uh, that I'm seeing now. That, is, right?
2: <laughs> that was uh, quickly replaced everything I was before, but I, I grew up in like, I, I mean, my, my fiance, the first time she like went back to visit my like hometown, she was stunned.
0: That you were from there.
2: Yeah. Can you hear her? Can you hear her yelling things? No. No. She just went, cause I am from New York. <laughs> uh, just unhelpful. <laughs> Uh, uh. But,
0: but i i think that if like like you said if if it takes one if it makes one person who's on the fence about something go maybe i don't need to be mad at yeah. this group of people or maybe yeah. that group of people didn't really take anything from me and this is it's a weird maybe my parents were wrong maybe this yeah. fucking asshole who left next door to me is wrong like and if and if they can see that, just one person, if it plants any kind of seed, I think right. that is making a difference. And I think-
2: And part of it's remembering that is that it's a seed. That is the that is the only, like, there is this thing online where people are like, how are people not getting this? And I'm like, maybe because you just yelled at them two seconds ago. It's like, unfortunately, look, obviously we all wish we could just say one thing and everybody's like, I get oh. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm a genius. Well, I get
2: it now. It's like, that's not real. That's not real life. Like right. I know people, I know I've changed my opinion on things and more so I know some people in my life who've really changed them. my opinions were always like pretty much where I am now, maybe a little bit of like a, you know, understanding of the world and like, uh, yeah, you know, I think
0: it's just probably little- my
2: little, le- I, I'm doing a joke about like how I sort of got to where I got to. Cause it, cause I didn't start it like I hate them, but I did start it like, well, it's a little weird. And it's like, yeah, now I'm here. Yeah. Right. It takes a while from high school to here. I've yes. Grown. Um, but I'm also like, I've watched it happen. It's like, man, it's slow. It takes a while. It takes a second. It takes people a while to, you know, they're not just going to question everybody in their world immediately. It takes them a second to be like, wait a second. Like, now I'm listening to them talk and like, it does sound mean. Like, why do you give again? Like, why do you give a fuck of shit? next? You're like, why do you give a fuck of shit? Why
0: do you, in the 50th time they say it, maybe they're like,
2: Hey, you know, I, 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 and then they're there, but it's like, it takes a while, man.
0: Yeah. You're getting people to, ch- I mean, to change your thought process, your belief system. It's like, you know, people really dig into what they're told when they're young. They, a yeah. lot of people grow up and are like, yeah, that, what are you talking about? Like, of course I had a friend's dad who tried to tell us that, um, what was his, fu- he had some dumb stat about how many people were killed. He goes, more people were more. He said something about nobody dying in Vietnam. I don't know what his thing was like a fucking bizarre, <laughs> stupid statement. What and a was-
2: specific conspiracy. Theory. Oh, we
0: were, we were on a, and we we're on a pier in this at their cabin in Wisconsin. And then he walks away and I'm sitting there and my friend goes, the guy whose dad it was goes, man, that was crazy. I go, crazy. Cause your dad's a fucking moron. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, that wasn't crazy. Your dad is an idiot. You believe that you want to be a history teacher and you believe that and he was like, he was like, uh, I'm like, dude, just because our parents say shit does not make it real. I know. You know, And I that know. was like an awakening. He was like, Oh, I guess I'm like, parents are yeah. just people. They can lie yeah, and be just- fucking annoying. Just like everybody else.
2: hundred percent. And I got so lucky where I have parents who are really you know, I, I have two great parents. I'm very lucky in that sense. Um, do they
0: support? Uh, they like they like what you do.
2: They do. Took them a while.
0: Really? You know? Yeah.
2: yeah. They the, both of them, unfortunately, did very. They I had the perfect nightmare combination, right? <laughs> they both are artists who found a way to do art in a very practical way. Ah. My dad isn't. My dad isn't the funniest person I've ever met and an incredible performer, but he became a professional speaker. He became a sales trainer. So he gives these big talks, does basically what I do.
0: He does stand but a, up, but- But in yeah. a
2: smart, structured way where he made a salary, was able to raise a family, brilliantly. My mother is an artist, incredible artist, ronniejealous.com if anybody wants to check it out. Um, but she became an art teacher when I was growing up. So She had a salary, she made money. They did it in intelligent ways. So when I came out and I was like, I just want to be a pure comic. They were like, what you're doing is not great. They were not, they were not super on board, but as time, you know, I think it's also a part of it is like, how much of it is a dumb kid being like, I want to be. And how much is like, okay, I'm four years in and I'm a I'm give dak sacrifice every night to this thing. And, you know, they're starting to see, you know, these little blips and they're starting to see, you know, and like.
0: And it's like, clearly important to you. They can see that you're, and, you're not and, just going, and, I want to be a comic and then laying on the ground, having a tantrum. You're fucking going out there and I'm taking the steps the that
2: work and like 95% and to...
0: of people never take.
2: Exactly. And they're starting to meet my friends. And then my fr- two years later, my, fr- you know, cause I've had some very successful friends uh, throughout my entire career. I'm very lucky. Very yeah. lucky. I have some, my friend list is a who's who these days. And you know, it hasn't necessarily happened for me in that way, but I consider it so exciting and awesome that I have friends like that. And they saw that early. That was something big, was they were like, Hey, I met that person. Now they're on TV. That person's still your friend. I'm like, Yeah, that person's still my friend. And they're like, Oh, all right. And you this- know, and that that helped. And then it was like, I don't know about you, because you know this commercials, nothing pops bigger for a family in Virginia than commercials. Crazy. Doing a commercial during like the World Series. Woo! That thing popped. That was a huge one. That was my like. Which commercial did me. you do
0: during the world that was done during the World Series?
2: I did a commercial with Odell Beckham.
0: Ah. And it
2: was, uh, I think, got played. To, you know, it was just, the, it was the one commercial I've ever done that actually got played. Oh, you know, I've done five million commercials. and it was the one that really got played. And it was like.
0: And when they air stuff during the World Series during the baseball playoffs, they run it into the ground.
2: And it was a genuinely good commercial. It was funny and like people. It was like crazy, and it was just and that helped a lot, you know. And then and then and now they're super on board and they're so. I mean now yeah, they're so supportive, particularly after this. Well, this past year hasn't been great, and so you know they, you know, it was really nice because you know I was like they got more and more supportive as I got more and more successful. So it felt like there was kind of this correlation, but watching in particular this past year where I have really had a rough year career wise, as did we all. Yeah. Um, but you know, it just tanked off. Just everything went like, and they've still been so supportive. It's going to be, you know, they've been right there with me. It's been great.
0: Cause they know that when it comes back, you'll be back. Yeah. I haven't stopped
2: caring. I'm still going to work yeah. as hard, but, but yeah, no, it was uh, they've been really great. So and they've great.
0: See, they've, they saw them special. They're not the ones who gave it the thumbs down. Are they?
2: Well, we don't know about my mom, but my, <laughs> no, they're both in, no, they both were really happy. And they, I think, you know, my mom in particular, but both of them, you know, it's scary with the son doing stand up for multiple reasons. One, my mom can barely watch me do it live because it's so scary for her. Cause she's like, what if he bombs? She's like terrified of it. She's starting to get better. She's yeah. starting to get better about it. She's starting to be like, like, I'm starting to like, not like, she literally was like excited last time. She's like, I'm not even that nervous right now. Like she's like more that-
0: nervous than you are and you- <laughs> oh my god she used to she
2: used to have to leave the room when i would do it she's like could she'd like leave half through? she'd get so stressed for me
0: uh, my mom's my mom's not like my mom will sit there she's got the loudest fucking laugh in the room yeah. and everything my dad
2: like- my dad doesn't my dad's like in my mom gets really scared and she's gotten more and more into it but she also is somebody who like if i make a joke that's like she gets offended by my jokes more than anybody else in my life <laughs> and so she's probably worried
0: about you offending people not that is or is she actually like yes
2: offended on their behalf and and so she's somebody who's like really um her being like i really liked it and i thought it and it was like really good feeling that's
0: awesome that's awesome that's great uh well danny i don't want to take up too much more of your time uh i really do appreciate you talking to us uh in six parts it's it's really good man you should be really proud of that special and i love you. this kind of new let's not wait for the fucking guys in suits let's not wait for these fucking gatekeepers who fucking have literally no idea what they're doing who are you know
2: <laughs> let them give the specials to the tiktokers we'll be out here doing stuff and i do believe it comes back around and people notice it and at the end of the day there's still an appetite for good for good quality stuff and we shouldn't be afraid to just take it on the chin and put it out there in our own way is my okay. goal. now is
0: is do you have a like an album that came out with this yes yeah so there they'll be it'll get played on uh pandora yeah, yeah. series so, and all so that. okay.
2: that's where 800 pound gorilla comes in as you know yes. that's where, like, yeah, yeah that's where it was like i could put it out myself but uh how do i do that part uh so that was really they they're so they're great. So I would, yeah, you can listen to it on Pandora, you can listen to it on Sirius. Um yeah, if we're doing plugs right now, you can yeah. follow me at at Deanny on all social media, really helps. Our industry is broken, really helps. Uh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and then my final thing that I say on every podcast is um say so less on everyone. Uh stand up comedy is like hockey. It is very fun to watch on TV, but it's just a different experience live. Um, if you are listening to this and you've not seen a live standup comedy, obviously haven't seen one in about a year, but if you've never seen it, it's been a while or whatever, or you've never seen one before, look up your local comedy club slash outdoor venue slash whatever, and go see it live. I'm telling you, it's just a different beast live. You will have the time of your life and you will go, you will never, you'll never stop going. Go see live standup comedy.
0: That is, that is a perfect way to end. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Um, thank you, Danny. And that goes for everybody. Go see comedy. I every show, there's always somebody I get that's like, "This is my first time in a comedy club," and I'm always, I'm. I, I used to just blow my mind. Like, you've lived how long? You've never gotten, and, but and they're it's always not like, and that always common. Like,
2: well, because I think people watch it on U- Netflix and YouTube and whatever, and then they're like, "Oh, I know stand comedy," but it's like, no, no, you don't realize. Like, it's so in the room. It's so in the room live. It,
0: it's, yeah, but yeah. it's just different. And then there are just some people who just it never. It never got to them. So they never yep. it was never it didn't it never yep. got under their skin. They never went and had the desire. So when all of a sudden, like my cousin he's in his fifties, he's like saw me in Madison. He's like, This is the first time I've ever been in a comedy club. He laughed so many people I know. Ass I, know. Off. I know. He had the I best know. time.
2: It's the best. So yeah, people go see it. Go see yeah. it live.
0: Get out there. Do it. Uh, all right. Thank you so much, Danny. And um good luck on everything else. And uh I might go watch six parts again.
2: Oh. <laughs> all right. Um, Are we actually saying goodbye? Are we saying podcast goodbye?
0: Uh, We're saying podcast goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) That's Danny Chalice, everybody.